bring up Van Halen to my generation, they think hair metal. Right. And I go, guys, Van Halen's a 70s band. Yeah. You know, and they're just, well, you know, struck by it. Van Halen kind of, in my opinion, inadvertently started that whole hair metal thing. Because oh, after Eddie, Van, Eddie happened, that's when the everybody went to Strat-style bodies with the whammy bars and the big hair and the tapping and all that. <laughs> Analysis. I am your host, Arch Madness. Along with me, as in every episode, he is the Spanish to my fly. Producer Greg Hansberry. Yeah. Hansberry, is this a special day? This is, this a, is good a special one. show. This is yeah. a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for us uh, as a group. <laughs> uh, Justin Young and Tommy McCullough from Black Coffee joining us. What's up, dudes? Hey, hey. Welcome. Yo. Welcome to the vinyl thank analysis you. layer. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank, thank you. What do you think, Greg? I see you looking. It doesn't look too much like a layer, though. No, it's not, really. It's the QFM studio. <laughs> it looks kind of like a studio, yeah. Um, so here's the deal, fellas. Uh, we are going to do Van Halen 2, and we'll get into that in, in just a little bit. But I need a black coffee update mm. from both of you. So Sonic Temple. Mm. Now, you guys are doing Saturday now, right? And you're kicking the whole damn thing off on Saturday, correct? <laughs> yes, sir. We're kicking the main stage off yeah, uh, right at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Yes. I mean, well, talk to me, guys. I mean, that's that's... This so, is this is what you want. This is Motley Crue at the US Festival. D- this is where you're playing these these gigs, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're 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 there in front of however many thousands of people at this festival. This is where this is where shit happens, boys. Yeah, and by shit happens, it means I'm going to be shitting my pants. Yeah, there will be, there will be plenty yeah. of shit to be had on the stage. For no, sure. but uh, I mean, we're we're obviously like stupid excited about it. Um, we're playing a week before uh, at the Epicenter Music Festival down in North Carolina, and uh, you seem to say Carl- Carolina. North he's Carolina. Got a, he's got a down I see what you can't call it. You can't call it. You can't call it Carolina. It's North Carolina. Carolina. All right, so uh, <laughs> we actually uh, we actually get to open the whole festival. We're the first band on the first day, um, which is sweet because everybody's looking forward to the weekend of music, and we get to be the first ones to jam. And uh, Saturday we're opening the main stage at Sonic Temple, so it's going to be. I'm, it's a nice little homecoming. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet, <laughs> and guys. And not to not to overblow this thing, but you're kind of we're all rooting for you. This is this. You, do you guys understand? You understand what's up, what the stakes are here? Because well, you guys are you're kind of there's a movement in the Midwest right now with rock and roll. Yes. Yeah. And I think Detroit and Columbus and some of the bands, we don't need to mention them because I just want to no. talk yeah, about don't. Black well, Coffee. We don't, we don't ever but, talk about anything from Michigan. We okay, yeah. fair yeah. enough. <laughs> we do. I don't damn. But, but, but there is, there, there's something happening. There, right? Well, we're there glad is you can happening. feel it. We can feel something <laughs> happening. Right. I think that the biggest thing that we've noticed is is that probably the people around us notice it more than we do because 
every day we're That's just like thing. rehearsing and right. picking on each other and <laughs> saying, hey, watch your tempos and hey, don't fuck up that note and hey, you saying know. each other's hair looks stupid. Yeah, well, you yeah. Know. I'm sure I'm sure Brady and Belichick aren't like, isn't this amazing what we're doing? You know <laughs> no, what they I mean? Might be. They, they just, might they're be. focusing and you guys are kind of in the war room there just kind of taking care of business. But there is a buzz around you guys that it's, it's really, really cool and we're all super excited. You guys are uh, the QFM 96 house band. But but this is this is something that's been percolating uh, for for at least a year and a half that that I you guys have been on my radar. I th- yeah. One of our Thank first you. nights of the Rock Table, uh, I can't remember if it was Doug or Kevin. One of our dudes was like Black Coffee. You guys got to right. check these guys out. So this was a year ago. Yeah, Easy. and Rick oh, yeah. Geffen and uh, his his podcast, which I just did his one hundredth, and congratulations to Rick. Hey, we got to get him back on the show. Uh, he actually introduced me that first time to Black Coffee, cool. and then then it became something that was on. Uh, one of the night's tables, and then it was then we were it was we were hooked. I mean, we were absolutely hooked. That first Rick take one is amazing. It's Thank amazing, you. fellas. Thank you. Thank you. And can I? And let me chime in. I, mean, I don't want to just stroke you guys' dicks because oh, well, you know, we can argue well, for that. Well, you can. It's well, been a while. Hey, hey, now. Uh, but you know, we 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 get a lot of shit. We talk a lot about Greta Van Fleet. Mm. Now there is definitely a an influence. No, <laughs> and, no, and, and I'm and I'm not trying to slam their them either. As as you trying to cover his mouth. But the cool, <laughs> like you guys channel the vibe without. I think without that imitation, yes, there's and that's you guys have your own sound. It's black coffee. There's something to be coffee. said for, and you got to give them the credit where it's due. Is that they capture that that kind of I don't know. I guess that vintage that kind essence. of thing. Yeah. That yeah. essence. Yeah. You know I, mean? I wasn't even going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. Well, I think that that what. I hope that, and I won't speak on them, but I hope what black coffee is to people is it's like, it just, as long as it doesn't sound contrived, Mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't sound like, oh, we all sat down together in a circle and said, hey, let's do it this way. Like, as it, 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 to me, it sounds authentic because it's just genuinely what we want to do. Right. Well, this is, this is me saying this. This is Arch Madness saying this. This isn't you guys saying this. This isn't Greg. I'm telling you. There is a movement. There is, and it's awesome, and it's coming from the Midwest, which is even better. And honestly, which is even better. Yeah, and honestly, that's that's the thing that I'm noticing more than anything is like it's not particular bands like you know Greta Van Fleet or Rival Sons or Black Coffee or, or any of that. And then the Struts, it's, which it, I don't even want to go down that. Road. I'm not Eddie Trunk. I'm I'm in Black Coffee. <laughs> I, I, you know, all right, G. I, we I, don't I, know I, that Eddie's heard us yet, though. So we'll, well give him a chance. He's going. He's going we'll to. He's going to. And it's going to come via the madness. The so ma- get ready. Please, I've, been holding, please, I've been holding off. Hey. I've been holding off. I've been holding <laughs> he, off. He's about to release the time. But I was I was I was actually going to wait before the Sonic Temple thing, and then I was going to kind of start throwing the. I was going to start adding. Him. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. just to let him know At that he Eddie needs to kind of he needs to kind of back off some of the other stuff. Some people say I'm a poor man's Eddie Trunk, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. wow, I think you're much more than that. Uh, but but, but I think I think you're like a yeah. lower middle class man. Oh, so. take it. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, thanks, brother. Right, Hell wow. in this economy, but, but, uh, but I mean, every band has influenced somebody. But I, I mean, like uh, enough's enough was say, oh, you guys are a Beatles knockoff band. Every you you're gonna have your influences. Same thing. But, sure, you uh, go back to. But um, as long as you don't rip it off. Well, or, dude, Aerosmith I, I caught shit it. for the Rolling Stones. And right. you get to uh, the, uh, help me out here. The '80s, '90s, the Led Zeppelin, oh, oh, Kingdom, oh, Kingdom oh, Come. Kingdom Come. Yeah. I mean, it's been around for record. a while. Right? Love you know? that first record. Yeah, but you know, White Snake took a beating well, Billy, because Billy of Squire it. took a hit too back in the day. That's because as, of the video. That's well, because of that well, one video. I'm saying like my dad. You know, you told me that back in the day he used to get hit for sounding too much like Zeppelin. 
Wow, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean, he's old as hell, so like maybe we don't remember, but like <laughs> I don't want to know. How he's old, old as hell. hell. I don't want to know how old he is because I guarantee you we're the same age. <laughs> so just let's let's uh, let's keep those numbers to ourselves. Uh, Jackal, the Jackal show, and that's mm. another thing I want to discuss because I've already got my ticket for that. Oh yeah, I'm a big big Jackal us, fan. Though? No, is that, I'm sorry. no. We yeah, we we have them. Yeah, we don't really necessarily make anything, you know, yeah. off of it. It's just kind of like it's it does a pre, help, it's a I'll buy another thing. ticket sure. off of you guys. Dude, my man, right here. Right? Come on. Right? It's what Eddie Trunk would do. <laughs> <laughs> what Eddie Trunk would do. All right, he fellas. Is, he is the rich man. That, 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 he is the rich could, man's Archie. What would Eddie Trunk do? Thank you. Uh, we have uh, Justin and Tommy from Black Coffee. So, this is our first segment of the evening. It is called What's on your table? What's on your table? All right. So who are we starting with? Producer Greg, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Actually, let me go first. Well, oh, uh, no, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, you know, it's um, it's spring. It's baseball season. Love is in I've, the air. I find myself uh, over the past weekend gas. driving <laughs> to Cincinnati for a Reds game, which got rained out. Oh, but man. as I'm down there, I'm playing at 11. Fair warning. Because oh, yeah. I got my shit mixed up thinking that we were doing fair warning yeah, I thought with about you that. guys. Oh. But we'd already done it. But we already, and halfway through, I'm listening and I'm like, we already fucking did this yeah. record. Yeah. <laughs> because your THC addled brain uh, of a host here yeah. no. forgot that we did it with Soga. But I tell <laughs> you what, every, yeah, it, was, it, it was fucking awesome because I hadn't listened to it since that episode. Oh, yeah. And I forgot how fucking rad it was. That, yeah, that's uh, great, bro. And uh, a, couple, a couple notes on that. That's Dirty great. movies. Oh. That whole prom queen thing and take oh. it off like that's when they're really he's really off. starting to like let's yeah, be man. let's write a song in the studio and let me be a showman like I really liked that vibe and then I, I talk about Sunday afternoon in the park just because it's kind of trippy and push comes comes a shove because it's yeah. it's funky I love as much as I love Eddie and push his tone but those just... I love how funky and unique those songs some of are. his better solos are on those uh, yes. two songs yeah. too yeah. they're really that's out true. there man they're yeah. really out there one you didn't mention though was uh, Unchained. Well, yeah. that's and, that's and the hit, that, of course. That's, that's, that yeah. is the hit, but uh, we we did used to cover that. That's cool. one of the first Very songs cool. we learned as a we band, still, ironically. Yeah, We've never th- played it live. The three, <laughs> the three songs that we learned, like, the day that we got together was Unchained, Black Dog, and uh, Night, Train. Night Train. There you go. Yeah. Talk but, about uh, an, uh, but, your, well, your influence man, of bands. As much uh, as we bands. slobber all over Unchained, and I know Justin's got my back, Mean Street Oh, is, my God. If we're going to... Yeah. That's we'll the whole, the whole oh, dude, the whole slap technique that that's he does. The dark album, that's like, yeah. that's well, they the have album, a lot of not the... to get like guitar on it, but they have a Please lot do. of like uh, he does a lot of songs in drop D in that. So he you know tunes the E string down low, it's, and it's it like darker. it's yeah. just it just naturally, which he rarely does or did, you know. So it just has that, and you and I think you could tell he was angry. He yeah. was angry yeah. on that record, well, you know, man. Kiss Eddie Van Halen this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I've got a lot of. <laughs> Literally, we, we were getting ready to come in here, and uh, my roommate was like, "Well, at least you'll have Justin, you know, with you because he, he'll know the, like the exact day that each song was recorded <laughs> yeah. on Van Halen too, and like what brand guitar strings were used." But uh, I remember we were listening uh, to Fair Warning on vinyl at. Justin's house, like that's how all the black coffee uh, listening parties happen. By the way, yes, it's on Tommy's uh, freaking vinyl. He's got yes. a, this is the best yes. setup in his living room. Oh. He doesn't have a TV. He's got a vinyl like it <laughs> should be. Boy, it, it, man, it, it, awesome. It, it does have a TV, but well, but uh, the other <laughs> side, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to no, no. be that weird. Oh like, no, I'll it's be... trying to make you sound cool because like that's cool. Whoever who he's does got that six anymore? iPads. But we were listening to to Fair Warning, and I can't remember where in the album or what song or what. 
whatever, but Dave says like fuck really loud like there, there's yeah no that's part of the lyrics yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there's yeah, no mistake yeah, in it yeah, 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 she, yeah. she looks so fucking good yeah, it's so sad yeah, 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 I, yeah, I whipped around fine. and I was like wait a fucking minute and I pulled out the 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 one foot out the door. You're right. And I was looking at it, I was like, there's no parental advisory on here. And I was like, Justin, what's up with this? And he was like, dude, it was released before. It was before Tipper Gore. Yeah. It was before Tipper Gore. Yeah. It was before Dee Snyder. Yeah. It was yeah. Wasp. Fucking yeah. Washington wise. Well, all right. Well, I know we'll get a lot more into Eddie and, and, the, yeah. and the crew, but I'm really excited that I listened to that record because I forgot how yeah. rad it is. It is. Yeah. It is. And, as, and as soon as Justin brought up Van Halen, too, I was stoked. My, my favorite song, and I've got a little Valerie Bertinelli story that there we I can't go. wait to share. Oh, please. Is it my turn? Or you want to go with one of the black coffee boys? Uh, it doesn't matter. Mix it up. You know what? Just do do Tommy right there. We uh, go. Let's oh, just go no. that route. Sit the man with What's no TV. What's on your table? What's on your <laughs> table, T? Okay, so uh, funny enough, what is literally on my table at home oh, right now, it. as we speak, is uh, "Closer to Home" by Grand Funk Railroad. You're there a Grand you Funk maniac, dude. Maniac. We had right. a Grand Funk discussion maniac. a couple of weeks ago. Those dudes are. If I had to put a, a finger on like number one most underrated rock band of all time. It'd be grand. Fun. It's UFO. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yes, Do you want to fight, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. That's, that's, that's a fight on site, no. buddy. I, I, I learned a long time ago you never fight the drummer. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. But yeah, I mean that that album, I think it was a third studio album. But uh if if anyone listening right now has never heard that album, you need to fucking listen to it. Like start the album, don't stop it, start to finish. It's incredible. I mean, closer to home, the song is awesome, but then like Sin's a Good Man's Brother, like the album opener is like Justin doesn't know it yet, but we're gonna cover that song because it is like <laughs> I know the song. I didn't know that we were covering it, it but I'm down with it, that. It's one of the most metal songs like you could ever hear. Like when you it's riffier to the lyrics, than you remember. Exactly. You know exactly. Riffier than you remember. Yes, <laughs> Justin. That needs to be on a t-shirt. I mean, means black off. Oh, I'll talk to the guys over at Roach. I dropped my mic. That's oh, all good. That's the way it. Uh, Party foul. That's the way it's supposed <laughs> to be. All right, Arch. What's on your table, buddy? All right, here we go. Uh, is the new L.A. Guns album. Now, I, it came out, uh, I, I, I can't remember the date, but it was one of those days where it comes out on Friday. Now things drop on Fridays, right? Oh. When did so, they used to drop back in your day? It was like, I want to say like even Tuesdays. Damn. I think. Was well, it, that, it was Tuesdays, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> good, old, good old John Payne's John's back here. here. What is it again? So I downloaded it. I downloaded it. Uh, when it came out at midnight, that's how excited I was about the new L.A. Guns record. Their last album, uh, and you know, Missing Peace was my album of the year two years ago. Uh, this one is called The Devil You Know. It is it is so damn good. Get it. Uh, the song Stay Away, uh, one of my favorites, also Loaded Bomb, is a song to check out on this. This is also the part where I try to squeeze in uh, something else onto my table. So, L.A. Guns, The Devil You Know. I also want to throw this out, and this is something I've been talking about on the thread, uh, right. on our Knights of the Rock table thread, um, and that is a rock documentary. So I throw curveballs. A rockumentary? It is called would. Attack yeah, of yeah. Life, the Bang Tango movie. Uh, it came out a couple years ago by a cat named Drew Fortier. It is one of the best rock docs you've ever seen. I, I, I highly recommend it for the guys uh, in Black Coffee. It's something you guys would dig. You, you'll love watching. Uh, this was a band, Bang Tango, and I've had Mark Knight, the guitarist, on the show before. We and did. Uh, so here's the deal. These guys, yeah. and the beauty, and what we talked about earlier with some of those bands that are kind of taken off right now, you guys are on the beginning of a movement. Oh, yeah. Okay? You're at the beginning, which 
you'll see this, and it's it, it might scare you a little bit because they did not hit the heights that they wanted. They weren't a hair band, but they came out in 1989, and they had zero fucking choice. Okay? They're a great band. And I've said this. If Mother Love Bone, if mm. Andy wouldn't have passed away, yeah. this this they would have absolutely gelled in Bang Tango with that movement. There was a tad bit of funk in what they were doing, but they got labeled as a hair band and they were just, and it just, and you know, they went out for four or five years and it was over. It's an amazing story. Uh, I mean, and Kyle, Kyle, their bassist might be one of the best bassists from that Damn. era. His, his Check name it is, out. His name is Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle. Right. And they that, had, a, that kind of reminds me of that Check Anvil documentary. Did you ever watch that? Right. That, that was a great, that was like, a good one. Yeah, this one, they, this is more, uh, this, Trust me on this one, but check less it out, guys. Uh, attack, attack, <laughs> yes, let's uh, Attack of Life, the Bang Tango movie, um, but it's it, it's available on YouTube because uh, as he was trying to get this movie taken care of and he was trying to get it out into the theaters, uh, he ran into a licensing issue, so he released it for free on YouTube. So that's Sweet. the cool thing of this Attack of Life, uh, guys. Please watch it, and, and I can't wait to hear yeah. what you guys Always think. Always looking of it. for shit. Can't wait like that to, watch. to see. It's something that I think is a band you guys will kind of yeah. kind of get off on and We've just see a, some of the some of the traps and stuff that these that these guys run into. Uh, now, like I'm saying, th- this was the end of the movement. Yeah. Right. Right. Whereas you guys are on with this whole rock thing that's going on in the Midwest. You you guys are on the beginning of it, so you're probably not going to run into the same problems that these cats did. But, but maybe you will. So always, I, I don't know. It's always great to learn because we've watched like damn near every rock documentary. Yes. Is. Yeah. This is um, one of the best the, ones. This the is one Rush, of the best ones. I've, the Tom Petty, the Eagles, the Sound, they, they, even they the Sound in, City one. Yeah, the Sound City, Sound City one's is awesome. amazing. They That's run, good. A lot of them run into the, to similar issues. You know what I mean? And we're obviously in a different time with the digital media and social media age mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it's it's well, kind of. It's just a whole different world. Because at the beginning of the movement, you face you know the people that are saying that like this is too weird and it's not going to happen, it's not going to be right. a thing. And then once you know four or five years go by and everybody realizes it's a movement, then it's like the golden era for a couple years. And then like at the That's end of gone. the you know era, you still got like ten years left. But everybody's saying like, oh, this is dying. You know, because like everybody like you know according to what I've read and watched and everything, everybody was saying Harry. Hair metal was dying in like eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, oh, it was. And, and it that, was, and and I was already. In, uh, I went from I went from Dokken. This is a guy who lived it. I mean, oh, from about we're talking about eighty six. Once puppets hit, once peace cells hit, oh. I, I moved on. Oh. You know what I mean? I moved on to Metallica I, I and Megadeth in the thrash scene because. Peace sells is my shit. Yeah, it is. It's good stuff. And we probably should. Yeah, what's that? Well, I was gonna say, and that for I feel like my generation, it was the Strokes, the the band. They were supposed to do it. Yeah, like you know, they, as soon as they hit, then everybody was the the band, and then it was it was. But I gotta it, say, this has more cool and, and, what and we're talking cool, about really. now. And, and Justin, we'll get to what's on your table. But I think what's going on now has a little bit more shelf life mm-hmm. with, oh, yeah, I th- it yeah, just yeah, seems yeah. like it seems like these guys and, and the other bands that are out there doing it it seems like they're more there's a different vibe it's more of a 70s 80s kind of well, vibe with yeah. what, what these guys are I'm not, I'm not comparing the strokes to shit I'm just saying that's what I'm I, saying, I, I remember, remember yeah, the fucking well, 90s that, with well, the Backstreet Boys people, and no, but everybody said they're the next Nirvana I mean I, I remember that everybody said this is going to be the band that, that saves it right. we've been waiting for however many fucking years yeah, yeah, for yeah. someone and to that's, save it that's exactly what I was going to add on to that is that you know now you know you look back in, in that and you had the 70s and 80s and I, everything was happening back to back to back to back you know what i mean so now we've had a good solid what 
fifth. I mean, even fifteen years ago, it was Creed. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then before, yeah. I, and they were. Hu- I mean, they were huge. I mean, yeah. love them or hate them, they were. I mean, they were They're the humongous. fucking big Just deal. You know? There hasn't been anything since, and then, since well, Seattle. There I'm, hasn't been anything since Tremonti's Yeah, a yeah part you know what I mean. There so now Justin, it's like when it. you grow up, like especially for us, like we obviously love the '60s and the '70s and the '80s, early '80s mainly, but we also like heard all of the shit we also love Alice in Chains and we yeah, love Pearl yeah. Jam and we yeah. love all the Sound you know what I mean there's shit like that that it's machine. just impossible not to be influenced by it to some degree well, but that's yeah. where it stopped yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that's where it stopped though guys it's it stopped yeah. at the end of grind who's the honestly, last guitar hero yeah I mean, you know what I mean honestly it, dime, like, if, if we're right I mean dime. if we're being for real I like dime and like if we're just talking about like slash, cu- cultural slash influence like, yeah. dime and slash were right at the same time and I mean, after that, like, there hasn't been any, like... Well, nobody changed the instruments since Eddie. Y- yeah, well, and that's uh, where we go back to talking about, like, the influences I was kind of getting with you guys, especially these young bands. Of course you're going to pull from these influences. I think, to me, Jack White is a guitar god, but he because he plays with sound, he plays with tone, he's uh, he's innovative. I, to I me, that's... He's like, I put him in the, like, spectrum of Trent Reznor. But sure. he's also, but he, but but he's also, and that's not a detri- detriment. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a, it's inter- like innovative. Trent Reznor uses that shit not to mask his inability to make music. He uses it to make music, right? But, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but Jack White is not Eddie Va- Eddie Van no, fucking Halen, no, no, and that's why not, I just continued my subscription to <laughs> Rolling Stone yeah, yeah, yeah. when they had him. Ahead of Eddie, I'm oh, like, I'm out. Dude. Oh, I'm no out. way. And then they I'm got out. Kurt Cobain like ahead of fucking yeah. like Stevie Ray Vaughan Stop or some it. bullshit or something Stop like it. that. You're it's just like, come yeah. on. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I know they, they do that is, to get their you're, clicks. You're, you're like, I'm gonna go to hell just reading this. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, you know, I, but I guess my point is like, you, you're right. There, you, you, if you say Slash, but you know, you know what, Jack White might be, but the, but, the uh, last guitar that's, hero. That's the best. I mean, that's a good argument. That's a good argument. I haven't heard. There's a solid. There's a solid argument there, but I just. I don't think when you think of guitar gods, right? When you think of Eric Clapton, Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, you don't think of Jack, you know, White. fucking no, Eddie no, Van Halen, Michael Schenker. right? Like it's more Slash. Of a- like is 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 you know, is, I love Jack White. I have damn near. Yeah. I have all the Raconteurs albums. I have all the, uh, the I get White. Shirt. That's it, like, but it's. I it's love not- his shit, but. I just don't know if you know. It's just like the Black Keys. It's like, like Joe Bonamassa. Yeah, exactly. He's the best exactly. guitar player I, on the world right I, now. In my like, he's fucking crazy. But he can't. You can't say he's right there with Slash just because yeah. there's something. Right. Here's there's the thing missing. about Slash. the Joe Bonamassa thing, and I know this is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> oh no, I just. I get it, and I watched the video to see where he caught some shit where he was kind of shredding and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just, I not he's he's good, and he's been good for a while. I just. I don't gravitate towards him. I, that might just be my age. That just might be the Gen I've X heard, in me. I've heard somebody <laughs> else say thing. I need more edge, bro. I just don't <laughs> get. I don't. I just. And I got buddies that are my age, and they're into him. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't lump all Gen Xers into this yeah. because I think it's our age bracket, the forties right. and fifties, that well, are kind of that kind of putting asses in the seats for this guy. But I, I don't get the Joe Bonner. I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this. There might I be. I don't get it. I don't get. There it. might not be an innovation thing happening there. You know, because he's kind of right taking on. the, I mean, he's kind of been, he's kind of an Eric Johnson clone. He's like the blues version of Eric Johnson, Thank all those you. runs I, he I'll does buy that. and stuff. I'll buy that. Um, but Listen like, over, if you talk, if you talk to like, um, Jerry Luce, have you ever seen Jerry play? He's, uh, he's a fame, like locally Columbus famous guitar player open for BB King, like his last couple stops here and stuff. Um, he was, I learned from him, you know, for a couple years before, you know, I got into, 
middle school and high school and got into other silly things. But um, he he was one of those guys that said, you know, Joe Bonamassa, he's really good. But like some of those more authentic kind of old school blues guys are just kind of like, eh. You know what I mean? When well, they it, but th- where they might gravitate more towards Gary Clark Jr. than Joe Bonamassa. You gotta have you some know? soul. That's, see, that's and, another yeah, one. But you know, that's another yeah. one to me. He's not. He, is he kind of reinventing the wheel there right. a little bit? It doesn't well, seem and like and he's bringing what, anything. I think that's to where it. Jack yeah. doesn't think like he's Jack, he, he. And I get he it. Not, he doesn't Clark cover stuff too. His, and yeah. I'm just, his stuff, but his bigger picture, his influence, his. You know what he's doing with the record label, and I think I think that helps build him up a little bit in yeah. my mentality, which I guess doesn't cover up for any guitar playing. But but for me, there's but, like there's two classes of guitar players, and it, there's there's two classes of damn near every instrument for me. Um, but like. The first class of guitar, you know, player is like the guitar hero, where it's you know the Slash, the Jimmy Page, the Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, all those guys. And then there's the other class of dudes that kind of, you know, they take the hit in terms of like the popularity, in terms of like the iconicness, but they play, they only play for the song. Like yeah. examples would be like Edge uh, or The Edge, you know, Jack White, those kind, or the the dude like God forbid I don't even know know his name, but the dude from Black or uh, Bad Company. Um, Mick Ralphs. Yes, yeah. thank you. Right. So, you know, those dudes are a whole nother realm of guitar heroes for me because when you listen to Jack White play or you listen to Mick Ralphs play, it's like, these guys are incredible. It's just, you know, they, I, not in, my, in or, my opinion, or, or, right, yeah. they don't have that, you don't, you don't picture them standing in the center of the stage with a spotlight on well, them and nobody well, else. Well, Tommy, I fight this fight. I fight this fight every time we, we pop open the mics for, for vinyl analysis. And, and, and I'm a huge Eddie guy, but but I think everybody from the '80s gets lumped into that, and that's kind of the fight I have uh, every week when I'm praising guys like Warren D. Martini and Jakey e. Lee. Dude, Jakey e. Lee, oh, Jakey Jake e. Lee can hang with anybody. Oh yeah, man. oh yeah, you he know, can. And, and George Lynch. Yeah. There, there were these guys in that, and I still contend. I think I think my generation can can hang with the '70s and '60s as far as guitar guys. Hell yeah. But I I, I think I think a lot of times we just kind of we kind of just lump everything in with Ed. And yeah. kind of put uh, put all of our horses in, in, in with he Eddie. He started it, man, un- 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 unintentionally. All those guys pull from it. All those guys yeah. pull from it. I'm not saying they don't, he, but it seems like they they could be guitar gods in any in any other. Oh, generation. I've heard, I've dude, I've got these old magazines of like Hit Parader and shit, like where um, it's like '83, '84, and Eddie's given interviews and they're asking him about the Dawkins they're asking him about the yeah, you know exactly. the the Motley Crue the big yeah, 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 what yeah, you yeah, think yeah. of when I bring up Van Halen to my generation they think hair metal right. and I go guys Van Halen's a 70s band yeah you know and there's well you know struck by it. Van Halen kind of in my opinion inadvertently started that whole hair metal thing because oh, after Eddie Eddie happened that's when the everybody went to strat style bodies with the whammy bars and the big hair and the tapping and all that I mean they they were trying to be. Uh, I mean, even Vince Neil at this one thing that if you if you read the book, but they left it out of the. the they gave they da- they, the they movie, gave bro. Dave a little cameo in the movie that. though, which was yeah, cool. Was but he but he really did Vince Neil. He wanted to be kind of you know he wanted to be David Lee Roth. I mean, well, they, I mean, yeah, they grabbed that blonde guy. Yeah. yeah, you know, they grabbed the blonde guy, and let's face it, they grabbed the blonde guy. There's a lot of similarities there because we were talking off the air about our, our love for Van Halen and if it's going to happen again. And we look. Who who loves Dave more than this guy? Right, right. Yeah. But it's 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 he's he's he's, he's one of the better showmans that is, I've ever he, seen. But he's, you know but what I mean? To, it's toast. The voice well, is. And, toast. And I think you nailed it the there voice too. Is toast. It kind of same but, as but him and Vince showman. are the same thing. 
Well, yeah, they're yeah, showmen, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. Nikki hired him. Well, and I was going to say the same that's... thing with the Guitar Hero. Like, there's something about Eddie playing over his head. You know, right. like, like I think that is part of it too. Versus like a uh, um, a Joe Bonamassa. Like, there, I think uh, Flash and Charisma also has to be there to elevate you to that level. Sure. And I think that's what like a Bonamassa. Your jazz have, guys are gonna want to watch a Bonamassa has. or like yeah. something like that. Right. Just stand there and like rip. Yeah. And something you, know, you and, said and to play me. to the changes yeah. and all that. And we're, we're gonna get to what's on Justin's table before we get to Van Halen too. But I want to that, Hey, that'll just be what's on my table. But but, <laughs> I, I, but here's the thing. I, and Justin, you've said this to me twice, and it's really stuck home with me. And and I've brought this up with other guys as well. When I say tone, and that was one of the first things I ever complimented you on was your tone and the way that you were able to kind of dial in and get that but you said arch it's feel too feel feel is very very important it's equal to tone and, and it is man yeah. it is there's a difference between what angus does as far as people can get that sound yeah but to get that feel it's in the fingers it's in the other ball game and you're right justin it's like you know one of my i hate to keep using all these ed references but dude it's, it's, it's a van halen too yeah, sure right. so okay he's good yeah you're right we're, we're here in the this dude's <laughs> got a tattoo you got a blue jacket fucking yeah. in the center yeah. of the that's yeah. awesome I got my yeah, band that's is that not my personality yeah. right there if, if you ever like, wonder what justin looks like in a tattoo Arch i hate has, showing my legs to people but that was my van halen he has an he has a Van Halen tattoo combined with the blue jacket. I, I I show up to band rehearsals in my blue jackets, like pajama man. pants, and like I, mean, I, I like to be comfy. Yeah. So they told yeah and they told like me when we're going we're going too. to L A next week, and they told me I can't bring any sweats because they're worried I'm going to wear it out in public. <laughs> that's exciting <laughs> too. And you guys are playing the whiskey. As we are. Well, yeah, we're which playing. I, that's that is so freaking cool, guys. The whiskey like, in the Viper Room, which was really cool because that's the uh, Johnny Depp's club that he used to own, and uh, Tom Petty. Um, not to segue into my what's on my table, but oh, Tom Petty, uh, <laughs> Tom Petty opened the Viper Room, and that's act that is what's on my table at the moment. Is um, they put out the best of everything, um, his whole greatest hits, and t- and Tom, he's like one of those guys that if you put the playlist together correctly. You can listen for three straight hours and know every single yeah. song. Well, how yeah. good is Mike Campbell in your Mike, Well, and that's oh one when you talk about would, underrated. To, yeah. He saw, so he got, yeah, I'll tell his story really quick, is that he got, um, Tommy got his girlfriend uh, tickets for, for Christmas. She's like one of the biggest, you know, Fleetwood Mac fans, and we all like Fleetwood Mac too, obviously. Even without and they, Lindsay? And the, well, even, see, even. And, that's, and that's the thing, like, oh, you can't, you can't get, mm-hmm. no, no, Lindsay. And I was like, guys, listen, Mike Campbell's, and they're like, who's Mike Campbell? You know, and I'm trying to explain I to him. I didn't like, ask no, who Mike Campbell was. Right, right. She yeah, okay, asked who so, Mike Campbell was, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Fits pretty well in it, you know, but but knowing that, like, Mike Campbell's one of those guys that just serves the song. Like you he, know, and, and as much as we slobber, Justin, over the names from the 80s and, and the whole Sunset Strip scene, you had guys like Mike Campbell and Mark Knopfler and, and guys yep. who would who would just, I mean, oh my goodness, Knopfler. fellas. I, <laughs> y- 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 right? Yeah. Right? I mean, those are cats that, honestly, they can hang with any of the guys that we bring Innovative. up as far as guitar gods yeah. mm-hmm. uh, from the scene that we always talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a Narfler fan. Narf Narfler fan. Narfler, I barely know talk about innovative, but could could hang with anybody. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, I see. Look at the time, Greg. Holy cow. My goodness. Uh, this might have to be a two-parter. Let's... Yeah, what do you think of that, Black yeah, Coffee? No let's do it. So let's, let's go ahead. It. Go let's ahead. We got some uh, things that we need to kind of take care of well, here yeah, before we, we hit have, this. We got to take care of the boards. business. Um, What's a little business? What, what I like about this is that we have a Spotify playlist that accompanies Vinyl Analysis. Oh. So if you search for Vinyl uh, uh, Archie Vinyl Analysis on Spotify, 
you'll see a playlist. So all the songs we we're talking about, Grand Funk, Tom Petty, L.A. Guns, we'll play, put, of course, put some Van Halen up there uh, so you can listen to the music that we're kind of jamming on here. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Vinyl Analysis. Rate and review us on iTunes, please, and thank be you. Be kind. Yeah. Just be kind. Jesus. And you Don't know be what? a fucking bone. Share it with your buddies. If you got any buddies who, you know, of course, like the 70s and 80s hard rock discussion, let them know And that's us. what we are, 70s and 80s hard rock but, Yeah, I mean, hell, we've talked for, you know, over a half hour on just the shit we're listening to. And so we let's put a bow on Van this. Um, we haven't even touched Van Halen 2. So no. there's going to be a part due. So, part due. for part producer due. Greg Hansberry and, and Justin and Tommy from Black Coffee. Yeet. Here we are. I'm Arch Madness. And this has been Vinyl Analysis. Part one. That's my thing. I always say stay frosty.